Three, two, one. Action. What's up, guys? It is Greg and Deke. Back two beers deep. Stop grabbing mic, Greg. What? What's wrong with this? You can't, can't trust I look me. over and you literally have it up to your lips, and I, all I hear in the headphones is. Excuse me. Don't touch it. That's why we have an arm. Excuse me for trying to figure out what I'm comfortable with right now. I'm not comfortable with you getting comfortable, so just don't touch them. That's why we have these arms, so you don't have to touch it. All right, guys. Hey, we are back. Episode 11, official. It's like episode. 15 if you count the interviews and the draft days and whatnot and all the um, other pre-stuff that we did trying to work this stuff that out. would be episode like 34 we currently <laughs> have the nc state seton hall game on so excuse our uh kind of vision every once in a while but i mean seton hall's gonna win yeah we might be minorly distracted in this i'm gonna be pissed because i'm gonna go five and three today now did you pick NC State? I did pick NC State. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I wasn't into making a bracket this year. Like I'm really always into the tournament. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. Last year I made like 25 brackets just because it was fun. Yeah, I, I'm so thrown off this year. Like, and like I said last week, I tried to follow the tournament. I mean, I tried to follow college basketball year to get a leg up, and I, I didn't. And then also this weekend, I was thrown off because I didn't get to watch bracketology at all. Yeah, me either. I was. I was I'll, I'll say with a straight face, I don't think anybody actually watched um i do have seen hall so i'm okay i don't think anyone actually watches college basketball until march i really unless you went to that school or unless you're a fan of a certain team true but yeah. really i bet the average fan can't name three college basketball players that aren't grayson Allen or trey young wow it's you know bold. what i mean like yeah I, that's, I, that's a bold statement if right you there. ask me aside from those two and i'm being completely honest um Big dude from Arizona, DeAndre Yawden or something like DeAndre that. DeAndre Ayton. Ayton. Ooh, I was close. Okay. I'll take yeah, that. that was good. Yeah. Um, uh, Bagley. Mar- Marvin Bagley? Marvin Bagley. Marvin yeah. Bagley from mm-hmm. Duke. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Marcus May from UNC. Or isn't it May? Yeah, it's Big, May. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's May. I don't know if it's Marcus, but May. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin Sexton, Alabama. Alabama. I like him yeah. a lot. That's mm-hmm. four guys, and that was a struggle. And I only know May because of the shot he made last year. Right. Um, I know. I know a couple. I know Miles Bridges from Michigan State. I know uh, Jalen Brunson from Villanova. Um, See, I don't know either of those, to be honest with you. And I, I can't name anyone in Kentucky. I can't. Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> <laughs> sure. He's still there, if right? we're go- Yeah. Yeah. If He's we're go- still there. <laughs> um, so you said your winner is you, Villanova? No, you said uh, uh, Virginia's my Virginia. winner. Virginia. That was it. Yeah, they've been playing really well. Yeah, I – the way that Virginia plays is kind of like what you want from a college team. They're a, a senior-heavy team. They have experience, and they play defense. And then that's just kind of the – I think that's the recipe for winning the NCAA tournament. So, Yeah, I mean, the only recipe outside of that that I could see actually happening is if Trey Young would have won his first game. and just Because <laughs> if you have one guy that can't miss in that month, like – you know what I mean, like a, a Steph Curry or something. You're gonna go far. Oh yeah, don't um, remind me. I remember the years that Kemba Walker and Shabazz Napier oh, basically basically like pushed UConn to national championship. Shabazz's was sick, and I cannot believe he didn't turn out to be better in the pros. Yeah, that was really well. He was weird. so he got drafted by the Heat because LeBron wanted him, but then that was the year LeBron left. Hmm. And I remember all this beef because Shabazz like was so excited to go there, and then LeBron left, and Miami obviously was um, like a diamond. Uh, pit in the ground with all the diamonds yeah. gone so miami had nothing <laughs> where's he at um, now anyway i think he's still is he still at the heat i, w- I wouldn't be surprised if he went somewhere else i mean he, he's a good guard no yeah um, he just, he's not someone that kind of takes over the games like he did no. in march obviously but still like it's i mean he, he's it's not portland. like he's a, it's not like he's a bad player or something no, he's in portland he had 32 points really um Oh, wow, that was 2017. I thought that was <laughs> Never mind, he's bad. No, he's yeah. on the Trailblazers. Um, but the guys that live in March. Well, when you got Dame and CJ McCollum as your guards, I mean. I think Dame's the most underrated NBA player I've seen in a long time. Absolutely. Uh, so who else do you like? I like Alabama a lot because Avery Bradley's their coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Colin Sexton, I hope they do well. And I think West Virginia could do very well. 
Yeah. Um, as West Virginia, I just I, I kind of despise them, so I'm just gonna say that. But yeah, uh, the, uh, I, I the you. one team that I have in my Final Four who I'm actually I think could make a run is Michigan. Mm, yeah, I, I they always could. Yeah, and yeah. the main reason that I, I'm looking at it is because first off, they had a week off because the Big Ten tournament was a week before all the other. I hate that. Yeah, I hated that. Like, what's the whole point of gonna get rust? Yeah, the the whole re- <laughs> the, basically the whole reason they did that was because they booked the tournament for Madison Square Garden. Who and, who's the best March Madness individual ever? Ever? Hmm. Uh, you know what? Um, you would have to argue. I would put Carmelo Anthony as a That's guy a fair one, yeah. yeah. I was going to say I mean, Leitner. Leitner, I would say that, yeah. Um, but he had more years than Melo. Melo, I mean, it gets true. The but, thing about Leitner is he was great every year, but those shining, like, Kemba Walker years are right, insane. Right, but, but the thing that made Melo so great, though, was because he spent one year at Syracuse, and he led them to a national title. Yeah, he was, so, and he was a man. He was. Um, I, I would say... Grant Hill, I could kind of argue that too. Yeah, Grant yeah. Hill was a very good. Grant player. Hill was a very good player there. Um, um, that was during the Fab Five time. Mm-hmm. All those guys were so fun. Yeah, who else was really good? I mean, Anthony Davis and Cat. Cat's team was one of the best oh, teams Kat, ever. Cats and wait, Devin wait, Booker wait, wait. and I thought you were talking about the Anthony Davis team with Michael K. Gilchrist. Oh no, no, no! I was talking about on um, the Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker team. Oh, the, that went undefeated until. They faced Wisconsin. Yeah, that was the Harrison twins too. I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. I remember yep. that. Yeah. Um, no, the Anthony Davis team was very good too. I will never forget watching the the cat team. I remember being at Mulligans for some reason. We were watching them play Notre Dame, <laughs> and I think and they barely won with by like two or yeah. something like that. I don't remember why the fuck I was there, but it was still it was a, it was a great game. And then like they just ran into that roadblock that was Wisconsin. Well, the greatest like team has to be survive in advance, right? Jimmy V's NC State. Oh God, yeah, because they were an eight seed. Yeah, yeah, like that. I'd... Like that story, just and they the people they had to play and uh, mm-hmm. Ralph Sampson. Oh my lord! Mm-hmm. And then facing Five Slamma Jam in the finals. <laughs> oh. <like>, come on, <laughs> yeah, like that. Five Slamma Jam might be the coolest sports nickname for like a group of guys. <laughs> they were their own fraternity of just high flying slam dunkers. Yeah, was it's it so sick? Was it just um? Was it just Olajuwon and Drexler who were, like, the main guys from that team? Or was there someone else that, like, you know, kind of was... There was definitely a name that didn't go Mm -hmm. um, as big Mm -hmm. as the two of them. Because obviously Clyde and and, uh, Drexler. I feel like a lot of... uh, Olajuwon, sorry. I feel like a lot of the greater teams in college basketball definitely have, like, kind of a name to go with. Like, obviously, by Slamma Jamma, you got Survive in Advance. You also got... um, uh, what was the Arkansas team? Uh, Forty minutes of hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Nolan Richardson is our head coach. Ooh, that was a uh, so brutal. They had, I don't know many of these names actually. Larry, Mister Mean, Michu, Michael, Silent Assassin, Young, Benny Bomber from Burnus, Anders, Ronaldo, Thomas. Mm-mm. The only names I know on here um, are Hakeem and Clyde. I thought they had. I don't know why, for some reason, I thought they had Kenny the Jet, but that's because they were red and it reminded yeah, me of Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I thought there was others that were on that team. I mean, Ricky Wilson, Reed Geddes, Bob Williams, Alvin Franklin, Lyndon Rose. Lyndon Rose, I've heard. Yeah. Um, Greg Cadillac Anderson, Dave Rose, Lee Kevin Parker. Yeah, I'm struggling with a lot of them. Which is yeah. Michael Young, I think, was the other okay. big one. Okay. Now I want to know where the fuck Kenny the Jet was from because like i'm trying to think i remember seeing him playing red too boy he played for houston oh he did didn't he i don't know i i mean you just ran through the roster he didn't wasn't listed he went to unc oh okay no i'm sorry the rockets in pro okay okay sorry okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah because that's what the red i was thinking of but yeah, he yeah. played at unc okay uh, was he on was he on the 94 championship team that had Olajuwon and drexler maybe and that's where you got confused yes okay yes 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 okay that makes sense, though. Uh, so what else is going on in sports? I mean, we'll get back to March Madness a little bit later. Yeah, but let's... I mean, we're, we're going to be watching this, like, uh, all day. Just The big thing is much... I'm going to pull up something here that I had written the other day. Well, first um, off, before you do anything, I just want to say this to you right now. Happy New Year, my friend. The NFL is officially in its new year. <laughs> I mean, it's I a know. great time. And, boy, did the news basically kind of blow up my phone the last three yeah, days with all I'm this shit. Yeah, I'm going to run – actually um... – I guess I have more moves that I need to add for the Raiders, but I have a list of all the major moves. There's um, a lot of them. And also, 
this is something that that kind of threw me off. So like, so when I was in I was in Canada this past weekend, and I don't know if you have the same feeling as I am when like I'm on vacation or like if I'm away from something mm-hmm. that like I don't pay attention to what's going on in the world. I'm usually kind of like more paying attention to like what I'm doing in the city. You at close the time. that window behind you. Oh, all I, I hear is the sirens. There we go. That was my bad. Sorry about that. No, go ahead. So keep going. All right. So like when it comes to like vacations or when I'm like out of town, I don't really pay attention to what's going on in the world. So like there was a lot of news that happened when I was in Canada that like I didn't see until maybe four hours later. And when I saw it, I got so thrown off by it. Like I like the Richard Sherman news when he got released and when he signed with the 49ers, Mm. that threw me off so bad because I wasn't expecting it. And then I saw... And I remember coming back from, I remember coming back from the Hockey Hall of Fame to my hotel room, looking at my phone, yeah. and all of a sudden I see all the Cleveland Brown stuff that happened. Like I see Tyrod Taylor get traded, I see Jarvis Landry get traded, and I'm like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, so I'm let's, so thrown off. Let's run down a list. I have every team kind of run down of the major ones, not every single team, because like the Steelers aren't on here because they didn't do anything. Yeah. So Arizona Cardinals released Adrian Peterson, mm-hmm. and they signed Sam Bradford and Mike Glennon. Thoughts. Uh, Eric Weddle said it best where Sam Bradford is the luckiest man in the world because he literally gets paid to not be good. Yeah. Like, and, and not in one move you forgot to mention on that too, because of the, that big ass contract that they gave Sam Bradford, they gave him a one year, $20 million contract. They also released Tyron Matthew. Oh yes, they did. That was one of the, okay. This was written a few nights ago. Because Tyron Matthew, like they, they couldn't agree to a pay cut with them and, to be honest with you, this, I wouldn't want a pay cut for that. Bomb. Yeah, this this throws me off so bad because, like, Tyron Matthew, I will say, like, he didn't have like the All Pro year that we were expecting him to have because I mean he's been a consistent threat in that secondary. But at the same time, though, you're really gonna pay that much money for Sam Bradford when I feel like you could have gone by with. I feel like you, they could have gotten a rookie or even someone on a veteran minimum that would have been fine for now. Stop grabbing the mic. Sorry. See if you can. Turn it, turn the mic at like minus, see how the mic heads, and then lower it and see if that'll work for is you. Is that better? Yeah. All, All right. you hear is just like a... You're good. Sorry, it's um, about that. No, you're fun. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. And I don't know. I just think Sam Bradford is like... He was good at Oklahoma, and he was decent when he first went to the Rams, and he mm. was... He's just bad. I don't th- I don't think he's a good quarterback. I don't. Like, and it, it's all a lot to do with his injury prone. Mm-hmm. But really, I don't, just don't, I don't think he's a good quarterback. And I, I'm glad Mike Glennon's getting a chance. Yeah. But I don't think either of them are the long-term solution for I the I feel Cardinals. bad for Larry Fitzgerald, man. It's probably going to be his last year, and he has Sam Bradford or Mike Glennon <laughs> throwing the ball to yeah, him. Yeah, but they're better than uh, whoever they had last season. Uh, Carson Palmer. and uh, Blaine Gabbard. Blaine Gabbard, Drew yeah. Stanton. Drew Stanton's terrible. Yeah. At least they get David Johnson back from injury. That's nice. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, um, all right, so then I also have um, – wait, no, that's not – I – Almost messed up. <laughs> I have the Buffalo Bills signed Vontae Davis and Chris Ivory, traded away Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. and signed quarterback of the future, A.J. McCarron. You also missed another one. They Which signed is... Star Lotulele from uh, Carolina to be yeah, on that, that defensive matter. line. I, I They gave him a five-year deal, man. That was a big contract. Yeah, I, I know I only do good players, though. Oh, my God. Shots fired to Lou. Wow. Find me. At wow. me. Wow. Star's going to eat you, man. Um, I, I'm really excited that AJ McCarron's going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I like to see what he could do. He kind of strikes me as like, he's not the same type of quarterback as Case Keenum, but it's almost the same story where he's been sitting for so long and then he's finally going to get an opportunity. I think he's going to be a solid quarterback there for them. I think his, his ceiling is an Alex Smith type, which is not a bad idea. No, not a bad idea at all. Especially if you're in the right system. Yeah. And and I always thought when coming out of college, like AJ McCarron obviously wasn't the best quarterback, but Alabama, all he did was win national titles. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people put that as a negative. And I was like, I don't understand. And that thing was because they called him a system quarterback and he was just part of Saban's thing. He's the last like big quarterback they had. He's the last drafted quarterback, definitely, they had. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, uh, after A.J. McCarron, it was um, Jalen Hurts, and Hurts has been there for, I think, he's been there for three yep. years now. So, yeah, you're right. Like, after McCarron left, they gave the keys to Hurts to take over now. Which, no offense to Hurts, but he's not a quarterback. Like, he is a quarterback, but he's not. 
he's a. Phys- he's gonna get placed by the rookie next year. So. Yeah, he's a physical specimen. Oh yeah, that Tua. Tua 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 Yeah, guy who won them the national championship. So yeah. All right, next team, Chicago Bears, uh, released linebacker uh, Pernal McPhee, mm-hmm. quarterback Mike Glennon, and mm-hmm. they had a bunch of releases, but I didn't go too in-depth. Right. Signed wide receiver Taylor Gabriel, tight end Trey Burton, and wide receiver Allen Robinson. Oh, my God. Is Mitchell Trubisky the happiest guy Mitchell, ever? Mitchell Trubisky is doing backflips right now. Yeah. He finally has a passing game around him. Finally. and I was surprised that they signed Taylor Gabriel. Like, I just hadn't seen it because they signed Bellamy back. Mm-hmm. Um, and Meredith. Yeah, Meredith. Yeah. Meredith is recovering from a torn ACL last, next this year, so he yeah he's got a good receiver. And it was an interesting him. tight end for Trey Burton because I really I mean Zach Miller obviously is probably done for the game. That mm-hmm. was a terrible injury. They literally had to save his leg. But I really thought Adam Shaheen was gonna take a next step this year. Yeah, it was weird. I feel like Burton got a little overpaid, especially after the the Eagles. The, the Super Bowl well, victory. I mean, he threw the game-winning touchdown. Right, he threw man. the game-winning touchdown. He threw the game-winning touchdown, but I mean, like, in terms of overall skill, I, I agree with you. I was expecting Sheehan to get the majority of the work yep. this year. I, I mean, is Burton more of a... Burton's not really much of a blocking type, though. He's kind of like the... He's like an undersized catch-out-the-backfield type of guy. Okay, I don't know too, too much about Burton, mm-hmm. aside from the t- Super the, the Bowl. Su- I mean, he'll be more He had, like, a Malcolm Butler-type moment, except he's not as good as Malcolm Butler. True. Um, so the next team, and we're going to skip, because the next team up here, uh, alphabetically, is the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to touch on them last, yeah. obviously. Um, so we're going to skip down to the Denver Broncos, okay. who had two big moves in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, traded away Aqib Tlaib, mm-hmm. and agreed on contract and signed Case Keenum. Which, actually, that was who I was thinking of. Yeah. And traded away Trevor Simeon. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't know if you... Saw that part or not, but... um. Well, I had written for the Vikings, signed A.J. McCarron and Kirk Cousins, and then I was like, wait, no, Buffalo did. So mm-hmm. it was... Trevor Simeon was the A.J. McCarron I was thinking of. Right. So I knew I had it, but um, I don't know. I... Oof. I like Trevor Simeon. I do, too. I think he's a better backup than Paxton Lynch, but maybe no one wants Paxton Lynch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out how I like Case Keenum in that offense, because I like... He's got two really good receivers with Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. I feel like, obviously, like it's kind of a, a little bit of a downgrade from what he had last year, but I don't know. I mean, the the offense has potential. I like C.J. Anderson. Yeah, I, I like. Say it's a decent run game. Yeah, they, they got a really good run game to kind of take the pressure off of him. Yeah. Um, the story for me is Aqib Tlaib being traded because it kind of signifies that 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 secondary that was always that no-fly zone, it, they're starting to show signs of aging. Well, I th- for me, it symbolizes the fact that they are no longer a quarterback away from a Super Bowl. Because I feel like, even with Peyton Manning, they had the worst quarterback in the NFL that year. No offense to Peyton, but he was right. absolutely horrid. Um, and they won a Super Bowl. and then It was because I, of that defense. That they yeah, but you, you keep thinking, oh, they're a quarterback away. A quarterback away. Right. Until you realize they aren't. You know what I mean? Like, And you realize, wow, yeah, they really have a lot of issues. Right. Um, I, I, I mean, you still got Von Miller, so you still have a defense. Oh, absolutely. if you have an edge rusher, you have a defense. You got Derek Wolf. You got Bradley Roby. You got yep. um, uh, I think they still have T.J. Ward. Don't they have Cricket or no? Am I crazy? Isn't there a guy named I don't know? Yeah, I think there was a guy named Cricket. I can't remember. His Whatever. Name. But I think the Broncos are farther away. But honestly, which Case Keenum are you getting here? Because it's just two ends to it. There's you know Case Keenum had a great year last year, but he was right. so bad before. But then there's also the idea that we give Jared Goff a pass on his Jeff Fisher year, and Case Keenum won four games in that system. Jared mm-hmm. Goff won zero, mm-hmm. exact same system, exact same personnel. So I think we should give Case Keenum you know kind of a pass, but with a grain of salt, considering he's been in the league a bit longer. Right, I mean, he's 32, I think. Yeah, he is. He's a bit older. Um, I'm looking at the offense that he's going to have around him, though, and I think he could produce kind of the same numbers. I'm not – like, I'm looking at it, and I, I think the re- the receivers are just a tiny bit of a downgrade because Demarius Thomas is not the Demarius Thomas that we remember from a few years ago. He's not. No, yeah. Emmanuel's, Emmanuel's, more possession. Right. Emmanuel Sanders is still is still a freak. He's got the speed to burn. Um, the run game, I think, is going to be the biggest thing for the Broncos moving forward because they're going to keep Charles. Run. I haven't even seen that. C.J. Anderson, Devontae Booker, Booker, Jamal Charles, and D'Angelo Henderson, yeah. who isn't a world changer, but I really liked him last yeah, year in the remember, combine. Yeah, he was my guy. He was your guy, yeah. Um, he's just a bigger guy with good hands. He reminded me a lot of, like, not really Mike Tolbert, but he kind of seemed like that vulture ability back that could also get out and catch a pass. I like that. 
Um, so let's move down. Henderson's kind of like the younger Jamal Charles to an extent. I can see that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we move up, I guess not down, to the Cheeseheads, who traded away cornerback Demarius Randall, first-round pick, yep. for quarterback Deshaun Kaiser. They signed tight end Jimmy Graham and defensive end Muhammad Wilkerson, and they released wide receiver Jordy Nelson. Uh, where do you want to start? Um, okay, first off, is Deshaun Kaiser now the quarterback of the future for them? I don't understand that. I don't get because it Because Brent Hundley is I like, good. I like Hundley. I mean, granted, like, he's not, he, he's not like a world changer or anything like No, but he like played that. well he last did. year. And, and for, honestly, I hate Mike McCarthy as much as he's from Pittsburgh, and, and I guess I don't hate him, but, like, hmm. you have probably the greatest thrower of a football ever. Right. I think not the best quarterback, but you have the best skill position player ever to throw a football right and when he steps away here comes this kid that you've had for a few years yeah and you run the same exact offense yeah like nothing was changed for him mm-hmm. and you could see that because yeah. they wanted him to scramble and how do you not win more than one super bowl with aaron Rodgers? i don't know what would really piss me off about the about the packers moves was jordy nelson getting released because i get it he's he's getting older i get it he had a big contract hit big cap hit but at the same time, though, and, and the argument that you saw was that his numbers weren't as good last year. Well, no wonder his numbers weren't good last year because Aaron Rodgers was well, hurt. Well, how do you bring up Devontae Adams' numbers then? They were electric. Yeah. Jordy Nelson is a 34-year-old receiver that just came off a massive injury who can't create separation. I like Jordy Nelson in the red zone. Right. But if you can't produce something, he was literally irrelevant mm-hmm. without Ad- or without Rodgers. Right. You can't have that from a number one. But what does that say, though? Is that it says like, that Rodgers is, is literally keeping every single Packers job, Mike true. McCarthy's job, yeah. Jordy Nelson's job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's insane that defense has been butt for how long? Mm-hmm. The the offense they only get people from inside. They had freaking Ty Montgomery switched to running back. Just <laughs> sign a that, running back, that dude. Bugs me so much. Like I love Jamal Williams and Aaron uh, Jones, but yeah, dude. And and if Ty's your guy, then Ty's your guy, but. There's only so much you can do from inside an organization. Right. And and Oh no, the, the Packers have always been kind of like the Steelers in that respect. They're always the type of guy that drafts and develop. But it, the results have not been proven that well. No, and they changed they're not good. They, they changed front office positions too. Like I'm pretty sure they brought up one of their scouts to be the head general manager now. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, but it's moved but again, I mean, he's leaving his mark on this team. He released Jordy Nelson and he signed Muhammad Wilkerson. Well, and the fact that they didn't consult Rodgers at all for any of this. They didn't tell him about Jordy? No. Screw that, dude. He's yeah. one of two guys on the planet that should be consulted. Him and Brady. Hey, we're thinking about making this move. How do you feel about it? Anyone else in the game, shut up. So, wait. So, here's the problem, then. If you consult Aaron Rodgers about this, does Jordy Nelson still have a job with you? No. You can still cut him. Yeah. Tell, your, tell, tell the guy that has kept everyone's job there for years, hey, here's what we're thinking. Here's why we're thinking it. Instead of just dropping it on his plate, like if I'm Rodgers right now, I'm, oh my God, I'm declaring, I'm saying I want to trade it. Yeah. Like, dude, if he goes to anywhere else on the planet, you have to assume that team's instant Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. Especially if you have the team around you. If he goes to Miami, they're a Super Bowl contender. Wow. Like, I, I'm <laughs> serious. If he goes to the Jets, they're Super Bowl contender. Like, he is the most talented thrower of a football ever. Oh, yeah. And you do not surround him with talent. You do not get him a defense to keep him off the field. Mm-hmm. You do not consult him cutting his favorite target. Yeah, you get Jimmy Graham, which is great, but how did Martellus Bennett do last year? Their greatest tight end was uh Jones. Or yeah. not Jones. Um uh, Cook. Cook, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Cook was the best tight end he's ever played with. Mm-hmm. Martellus Bennett was bad. Which, for the record, I, I'm not even that crazy about the Jimmy Graham pickup. I'm sorry. He's I'm, a shell of himself, man. Trading Jimmy Graham to Seattle and Max Unger to Saints. For in my opinion, push both franchises back years. It pushed the Saints back. I think so. Are you crazy? They actually got a decent O line now built around Max Unger, who was a very good. How did they do the Saints. year after the trade and the year after? The, they needed Jimmy Graham for that passing offense. Yes, now it makes sense, uh-huh. but then they were a better team than when they made that trade because Jimmy Graham was their best guy. Right. They got lucky with Michael Thomas. Not lucky. 
but they got that number one receiver, but they right. thought they had better targets than they did. They thought Colby Fleener was going to be something. Yeah, that, that was probably a, oh, that a was bad move on their part. But in, but in fairness, though, like the, the Saints kind of reorganized that entire offense now where now they rely more on the run than anything. I mean, that kind of was proven yeah. with um, Kamara and Ingram. So. so next thing we got is Kansas City Chiefs, who traded away Alex Smith for cornerback Kendall Fuller to the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Traded away Marcus Peters for picks, released uh, linebacker Tom Ali and safety Ron Parker, and signed wide receiver Sammy Watkins. For me, that screams, let's get ready for Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you see? I, I see rebuild immediately. I see a lot of cap hits because uh, Tom really? Ali was like – Tom Ali was a fearsome edge rusher there for them, and I grant, and I get Derek Johnson is like, is also really. Ali's getting older though. And... Yeah, but Ali's getting older. Um, the Peters thing kind of threw me off a little. I get like the big thing with him was always his attitude. Yeah. For it and stuff, but are you really gonna improve with Kendall Fuller there? I, I don't think like... improving is what they're looking for because you're not. You didn't improve right. there. I think they're just looking for someone who can be a team player and have fun. Mm-hmm. And here's something else that I think me and you were kind of talking about, and also Dre was included in this in the group chat. I am fully expecting Kareem Hunt to have a down year compared to last year. Oh, yeah, and I, I mean, it, it's Espe- that big espe- thing. Especially because of who's at center now, because with Alex Smith, he was more of kind of like, he was more of a manager when it Ding came dunk, to distributing yeah. the ball. Mahomes, I feel like it's his first year as a starter. He's going to be a little You don't bit- think he'll lean on his sure-fired thing? No. Because Mahomes strikes me as a gunslinger. He's going to be a guy that's going to be chancy with the ball. True, and I honestly think that team needs a gunslinger with Tyreek Hill. Okay, I can argue. I think if if him and Tyreek Hill actually want to be great, Mm -hmm. they can be the greatest show on turf. Yeah. They can. Because Mahomes is... um, I I said this last year after the draft. I said that no matter what happens the rookie year, by the end of all their careers, Patrick Mahomes will be the best quarterback from last year. Over Deshaun Watson. That's Deshaun Watson. That is Patrick Mahomes, or uh, uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. Um, Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah. I think by far, because Deshaun Watson is great. Yes. And he's proven he's great, and I think he's going to have a great career. For me, though, Mahomes has the potential to be Brett Favre-esque. Very risky, very chancy, mm-hmm. but he has the skill players that it will pay off. Yeah. Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and um, uh, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, thank you. Yeah. I kept saying Kenny. I was like, it's all right, man. <laughs> So, all right, next we have the L.A. Rams, who traded away Alex Ogletree and Robert Quinn, mm-hmm. but acquired Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib. Yeah. They also got rid of Tremaine Johnson, who was a Jet, I believe. Yeah, he's a Jet. No. Yeah. Um, but they now have the no. They have the best secondary in football, in my opinion. I think they're better than Jacksonville with Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib. Yeah, they also, um, they also re-signed um, uh, Robley Coleman, the Nikel Robley Coleman. I can't remember his mm-hmm. name. Yeah, but that's some cornerback depth there. Yeah. Um, when I saw the Robert Quinn trade, I immediately thought, okay, they're trying to save some cap space so they can give Aaron Donald a huge contract because he deserves it. Yep. Best defensive lineman in football. Um, I, I love that secondary. I'm interested to see how how Peters does because I think that's um, because I again like the whole thing with Kansas City was like his attitude issue, but even he came out after the trade and was like. No, it's not my attitude. It's just I'm perceived that way, but I just I, I love the game of football. And I, go ahead. No, no, and I I agree with you. It's kind of weird. I like to leave because he's like the veteran presence, and he even said he wants to finish his career in L.A. That's a good mindset to have. And he's reunited with Wade Phillips. New York Jets signed Tremaine Johnson, Teddy Bridgewater, Isaiah Crowell, and Avery Williamson. Thoughts? I I love Isaiah Crowell in. New York. I think he was an under Especially with Forte gone. Forte I retired. He, I think he was an underappreciated back. He did as much as he could with Cleveland, and I'm expecting... I'm not expecting big things from him, but I think he'll be capable. Um, Teddy Bridgewater with the Jets. I hope he starts. I, I hope they don't I do some dumb I want, Hackenberg crap. I want him to succeed so bad. So bad. Yeah. He sh- should be a franchise quarterback right now if it wasn't for him tearing his ACL. Yeah. He would be a franchise quarterback. Oh, he tore the, everything. He tore everything, and it wouldn't even be up for debate. Kirk Cousins would not be a Viking right now no. if it wasn't for that. Thing. And the Vikings would have won the Super Bowl last year. Yes. I, I love Teddy Bridgewater. I The only thing that sucks is, is that he's in New York. There's going to be pressure. There's going to be media. I I hope it doesn't get to his head, and I hope he doesn't you know regress because of it because I feel like – but I like Todd Bowles with him as the head coach, though. I feel like that's a good yeah. that's a good relationship right there. Eagles trade away Marcus Johnson and Torrey Smith wide receivers. 
they sign Michael Bennett and Holy Nada. Thoughts? Uh, this is them continuing the defensive line depth that they've had in the <laughs> They Super have Bowl. the greatest oh defensive God. line Michael in Bennett football, man. on the Eagles is going to be fun With Holonata, man. With Holodinata. Yeah, that's going to be fun to watch. Um, I think with the receivers, though, you don't really – I mean, I think they got bot- – they won a Super Bowl without having, like, a, a true number one receiver, I feel like. So. Uh, yeah, I guess – I mean, you could argue well, the, Alshon, but really – Nelson Aguilar, yeah, might have been their number one guy. But if you look at it with Carson Wentz, like the their whole offense was built around the depth they had a running back because they got they have three really good running backs there with like, yeah, and then they also got and then I think Zach Ertz is their number one passing guy. Yep, I love Ertz. Yeah, so um, I don't think they really needed the wide receivers, but yeah, that that defensive line depth is just too scary. 49ers re-sign Jimmy Graham, Cassius Marsh, Marquise Goodwin, release Elvis Dumerville, and sign. Richard Sherman, thoughts? Uh, Richard Sherman adds a veteran presence to that secondary. That and he plays Seattle twice a year. And he plays Seattle twice a year, <laughs> so he's going to be. Yeah. yeah, I I love I love that signing because the Niners have were definitely in rebuild last year. I wasn't expecting them to win two more than two games, and when Jimmy G comes in, that changes everything. I'm so happy they re-signed Marquise Goodwin because he looked great. Yep, there. Um, I think Sherman's a great addition to that secondary, and it's a very young and up-and-coming team, and I would not be surprised if they make a cool. make a wild card this year. All right, I'm tired of football. Let's talk about the Browns real quick. Yeah. Uh, just want to throw out the Raiders. Do cut Michael Crabtree and sign Jordy Nelson, Doug Martin. Love that. Blah, blah, blah. Vikings sign Kirk Cousins. Patriots sign Jason McCourty. So Devin McCourty and Jason McCourty are back together. Aww. And the Browns sign... Um, everyone, <laughs> um, Jarvis Landry, Tyrod Taylor, Demarius Randall. They got rid of Danny Shelton and Deshaun Kaiser. They got rid of Isaiah Crowell, obviously. Uh-huh. They signed Carlos Hyde from the 49ers, and right. they still have the number one and number four pick. Greg, who goes one and four? Not not in a mock draft standpoint, because we, we obviously are doing mock drafts and things like that. But yes, really, sir. does Saquon Barkley go one? Yes. On a t- okay. I would be extremely surprised still because really? of all the quarterbacks they've missed over the years. But, man, that team with Saquon Barkley right now is a playoff team. Yes, I agree. And I remember— it might be without it, but— Yeah, but—and I, I, I don't want—and this is the big thing with free agency, too. Free agency should never be, like, the end-all, be-all to decide how a team is going to draft. It should never, ever, ever be um, yeah, that way. Yeah, 100%. You take the best player available, and even you said it yourself, you made fun of me for taking Saquon Barkley number one overall in our first draft, and now you I just said the ROI on defenders is not that good. For a number one overall pick. The, the number of years that Saquon Barkley could be in the league versus Sam Darnold. Right. Sam Darnold has a longer longevity, okay. or a larger longevity. Yeah, especially how running backs are being valued nowadays as well. So I, I, that kind of adds to it. But no, I I think Saquon Barkley should be the number one overall pick, and he still fits that team. Because getting Carl's Hyde doesn't mean that they're not going to take Barkley. It just means that yep. you have an insurance policy in case Barkley doesn't produce. And you also have some depth behind him too, because Carlos Hyde's a still a damn good running back. He's not like a he's not an All Pro still, but no, he's, he's still hustling. But no, like he still has some value to him, which is going to be a good thing. Also, Jarek McKinnon to the 49ers forgot to add, which is cool. Yeah, but that, I just thought of that right now because of uh, uh, Carlos yeah. Hyde leaving. Um, all right, thank God we're done with football for a second. Wow, that's. That was kind of quick. I was not expecting it to go fly by like that. I thought we were going to spend we the entire went on thing for on like it. an hour. Did it really? It's, yeah. Should all right. Um, I don't know, Greg. Talk. I'm getting another beer. Oh, you're getting another beer. All right. Um, just because you're tired of football doesn't mean I'm not tired. So I'm just gonna say this real quick. Uh, the team that absolutely won for agency is totally the Bears because Mitchell Trubisky now has some passing to go with them. They still have a young defense and Jordan Howard. I'm still expecting big things from him in his third year. Uh, Wrong. Wrong. It's the 49ers because they got Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh my God. Jimmy Garoppolo is the greatest thing to happen to football ever. All right. Um. Did you see Black Panther yet? I did not. I was in Canada. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Talk about how was Canada. What did you guys do? Um, you so went up for uh, our buddy Fogel's birthday, right? I did, yeah. Okay. Um, Canada was was very interesting. Uh, first off, uh, there were a couple, a couple of impressions that I have of Canada, or Toronto, at least in this case. Oh, I love Toronto. I love Toronto. Uh, uh, first off, I did what you told me to do, and I had Timmy Hortons every morning for breakfast. Love it, dude. I love it. They have it. a line for, like, they have a line for just coffee. 
and then they have a, a line for food and stuff. And it's so genius because, like, if you just want a black coffee, you go in the one line. If right. you want food, you go in the other line. It's yeah. so quick. Three straight days, my morning was an extra large dark roast, an egg and cheese English muffin, and a double chocolate. Where'd you guys stay? Uh, we stayed at the Hyatt Regency, which is right on West King Street. Does it have all the flags outside? Uh, Maybe not. Probably know. not, yeah. But it's a couple things that I saw in Toronto that I was very thrown off by. Uh, number one, it is extremely clean. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Like, yeah. Down, downtown is so... It looks like a futuristic city. It does. I, I was so thrown off by it because when I was driving in, I was expecting, oh, this is going to be like another big city where, nope. you know, it's going to be dirty and stuff beautiful. like that. Beautiful. No, beautiful. Um, the nightlife was, was very kind of interesting. Um. First off, West King Street was kind of like the area where a lot yep. of the bars That's and clubs. That's where we went every time. Yeah, it was like the bars and clubs and stuff. Um, everything had a cover, which annoyed me, but whatever. Um, a couple things that I noticed about like the, the people around there. First off, smoking is like a really big thing up there. Yep. And, I, and that threw well, me it's, off. I think, so this is going to sound stereotypical. No, no, go ahead. I have a French friend from soccer, okay. and he said everyone smokes there. So when you go to Canada, it's a lot of French Canadians. Right, right. So I was assuming there was some tie-in yeah. there. But, I mean, that could 100% be wrong, but I have a French friend, and I was in Canada. And... No, no, like, I get it. Um, And the other thing, too, that also was was absolutely hilarious, and I was not expecting this at all. Uh, I was warned about this that last year when my friends went, they were stopped in the club a couple times and asked if they knew anyone that could get them blow. Mm-hmm. And it happened again this time. <laughs> People just stopped you guys. Yeah, people stopped us while we were while we were in the club and asked if Dude, we knew anyone that had blow. Balls to like Google blow. Yeah, like how do you just go up and ask someone, "Yo, hey, how do it, I?" Oh my god, it's, it's like apparently an accepted thing up there because Saturday when we went to another bar, uh, our my friend Sean who was with us, he came out of the bathroom and he told us that like there were three guys that went into the bathroom, went into like the one stall, and all he heard was, "Yep." And I'm Which like, it's holy not, hell. It's not a negative thing, but, like, you don't realize till you realize how everywhere it is. Like, when I was in Sweden, mm-hmm. my after my freshman year at college at Slipper Rock, yeah. um, I was with a friend of mine who was Swedish and his family and everybody, and they were like, uh, one of their friends asked me if I if I smoked weed, and I was like, no, like, I'm, I'm good, thank right, you, right, though. Yeah. Like, um, Which isn't a problem, because it's like, it's whoever decides that no, it's thing or not. but the point was, though, like, my friend came over and said, don't talk to him, he smokes weed. And I was like, well, like... I mean, it's like a thing in America, and they're yeah. like, "Are you serious?" Like they were mind blown that it was an accepted thing in America, right? But over there, like, sex is a very accepted conversation. Oh yeah. Like when when Chris was over here, his girlfriend's dad found um, the condoms, and so it was like their dads were best friends, him and his girlfriend, and they found the condoms in the girlfriend's room, and they called Chris, and they're like, "Oh hey, uh, these are extra small. Like that's super weird." Like. <laughs> Whereas, and they were messing around, but like, whereas a normal, you know, dad or whatever would be like, oh, how dare you? Like, they were like, wow, like, yeah. these are really small. You should get some bigger ones. Like, oh are you sure God. you're like, cracking up? But like, just the difference between all the all the cultures is so funny. Yeah. Like, and it was, it was different to kind of get a whole new perspective on stuff that we either don't see on a daily basis or stuff that could just be, you know, different from us. It's odd. And then <laughs> I was also introduced to my first ever LC visit. If you're a Trailer Park Boy fan, you would know that. Oh, no, no, no. I've never yeah, seen. The, the LC, the LCBO, the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. Oh, my God. You walk in. First off, these stores are beautiful. So clean. It's like, <laughs> it's like have you ever been to the um, the Fine Wine and Good Spirits store in East Liberty? Yeah, huge. Yeah, literally the exact same thing around almost every corner. And it's beautiful. It's massive. The store is nice and clean. And they sell beer there. But what's also cool is you can buy pounders of different craft beers and like just take them with you you can buy a pounder of like that yingling for maybe dollar 50 in american there that's so beautiful i like that's so awesome to hear yeah and i didn't get a chance <laughs> to do this because on the couch. i didn't get to do this because i wasn't thinking but about a half block down from our hotel was a weed dispensary no way i didn't yeah. know that was in canada literally right on west that's king cool. street actually uh my friend folk oh. my friend sam actually like went into it and there's a uh, a buzzer you have to press and it turns on a camera outside the camera like looks at it to see like if you're sketchy or not yeah and then they buzz you in you go up a flight of stairs and then at the stairs you have to wait for someone to leave so you can go in oh. and they check your id and stuff like but a yeah roller coaster but yeah you can legit buy weed in canada if you wanted cool mm-hmm. um i didn't like the movie goodfellas 
I'm sorry, what? <laughs> when, I, wait, first off, when did you see <laughs> Uh Like, last week, Kaylee and I were on Netflix watching it. And you know what? It's not that I didn't like it. It's that I hyped it up in my own mind. I was like, this is going to be exactly like The Departed. It's uh, not. It's okay. not. Yeah, no. And okay. I was just like, oh, like, this isn't as climactic. Like, it's a beautiful movie. And right. The acting is phenomenal. And right. I really love the score. And, like, it was, it was really good. But at the end of it, I was like, yeah. Like, I'm glad I saw it. But, yeah. So it was okay. It's kind of like one of those things where like you was it other people that hyped it up for you, and that's why you got yeah. So people excited? called it their favorite movie, and like right. I know who's in it, mm-hmm. like the Nero. I'm like, God, all right, he, you know, Joe Pett. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sick. yeah. Uh, Ray, it was Ray, okay. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta is awesome. Ray, Ray Liotta, yeah. It also didn't help that the first time I saw Ray Liotta was in the movie Wild Hogs. So oh. it, <laughs> I, yeah. did, I was like, oh, that's a really good looking overweight old biker dude. Yeah, cool. way, way different characters there. Um, no, the, I, I kind of am the same way. Like, uh, I remember seeing the Usual Suspects on, on Netflix. It was like the one where Kevin Spacey is, um, um, Kaiser Soze. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I, I always heard about it. I wasn't expecting. I have not seen it, but I know what you're talking I about. I wasn't. I never saw it before. I was expecting it to be really good, but it didn't blow my mind as much as it should. And I think the reason was because I've seen like TV shows or something like also kind of mess around with the Kaiser Soze thing. Yeah. Like the very end of it, where he like where he made up the whole story, stuff like that, and it's like, oh damn it, I've. I've seen it everywhere You've else. Seen it that, a million times. That didn't times. blow my mind, so I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> but it's a great movie, though. So, still though, I'm not complaining. I mean, no movie touches. Like, there's a couple. Like, if you're gonna ask me my favorite like guy movie like that, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at Boondock Saints. Okay. I'm looking at The Departed. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Four Brothers. Did you ever see that? Yeah, the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg and Andre Ty- 3000, Tyrese. Tyrese yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's. But it's. I mean, it's kind of up there. It's a cool guy movie. Um, but dude. I honestly, I don't think there is a movie that compares to The Departed in my mind. I think a really good guy movie, and I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but um, The Untouchables. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. 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 De Niro, um, uh, Kevin Costner, yeah. I need to see that, but I like I, I, that's another problem, though, is I, I hype it up in my head. I'm like, oh, The Untouchables in Casino. All these movies are on Netflix. Oh, they're going to be so good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Like, well, it was good. It was good. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate Goodfellas. It no, was just no. I was expecting it to be this freaking amazing thing. Yeah. I think well also too what, what kind of throws me off is like when you see certain actors like younger, you're like, huh. Okay. Especially True. Like, especially because now like De Niro's like this super old, like short guy with extremely long gray hair. You're just like I mean like I, I mean like <laughs> I will always think De Niro's cool. I know. And but like my the first De Niro movie I ever saw and I'm ashamed of this was Meet the Parents. Uh, I mean, uh, with, with yeah, ben, with Ben Stiller in it, and like forever in my mind, every time I see him, that's what I think of. I think of the crazy psycho dad from Meet the Parents. See, I didn't really ever. I wasn't like allowed to see Meet the Parents because it was kind of raunchy when we came out. I think I don't remember. <laughs> I think the first like was that Mama Witten who kind of forbid you from that. Yeah, hey, it was just life. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the first De Niro movie I saw. I mean. Honestly, this is going to sound kind of bad, but the first movie where I was like, oh, that is Robert De Niro in a movie I'm seeing for the first time was Limitless. Really? Like, and I know, I'm not saying that's the first De Niro movie I saw, but that was the first new movie okay. where I knew who he was. Okay. Um, I thought he was good in that. I thought he was really cool. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. I loved him in Silver Linings Playbook. That was that was good too. But um, I do know him as this older actor, yeah. like not this young gun. Yeah. No, it's it, and it's weird. Like I remember watching, like I said in the in the Untouchables, Kevin Costner plays Elliot Ness, and whenever I see Kevin Costner, I saw you know the Man of Steel. Yeah. And it's like looking at two different people, and it kind of throws me off because I'm just like I'm expecting to see this great actor that I remember, and, I, and it's just like a shell of himself. Not to say that's a bad thing. No, no, yeah. It's just it, I mean it's, I see. Isn't he not the... What's the... What? I don't know. I'm thinking of a different movie. Um, There's a movie where he is like... The first movie I saw of him was I was young. And it's like he's a guy, but then he meets his self from the past who's a kid. Mm-hmm. And there's a three-legged dog. And then they both meet the future, them. I don't know. It's a really weird movie. That was the first time I saw Kevin Costner in a movie, though. I think the first Kevin Costner movie I ever saw was actually Field of Dreams. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing that because I, I was... I was at Hollywood Video, and my dad made a big deal about like, let's, uh, watching. Let's draft dude movies. 
dude. Movies. But obviously ones that we have not uh, drafted yet. Or not drafted, I guess, but we talked about. Like, talked about, like, just, just, just now? now? Just now, just yeah. Now? Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, Departed's out. Um, Untouchables is out. Field of um, Dreams is out. Usual stuff. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, nothing we did. Uh, you can you can go. You want me to go first? Yeah, let me get my phone out so I can write it down. But <laughs> Yeah, right. you can go first. I'll get next, too. Okay. Uh, first one for me is simple. Godfather. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Greatest movie of all time, man. Marlon Brando. Really? Well, greatest movie of all time. You don't think The Godfather is the greatest movie of all time? Maybe The Godfather 2. Uh, <laughs> that's 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 arguable. I remember my I, that's that's one of those movies that like lived up to the hype though cuz I remember my dad always told me you need to see The Godfather. It's the greatest movie ever. And it's on Netflix right now, too. Yeah. It's a long-ass movie, but it is worth it. If you maybe pick the greatest movie of all time, I... Ooh, man. And yeah. this is biased because of technology and computerism and where we are right now, but I, I love Avatar. Oh, yeah. That, that's like, uh, the storyline of Godfather right. is what makes that movie and the acting and everything, but then you get into what we are now, which is a technology-based world. Yeah, yeah. Avatar... Oh my god! I think Avatar like impressed you because of all the physic of all the special effects they put into it. Because James Cameron even said like this is the most expensive movie ever made. Oh, and he put it off for like eight years. Yeah, he knew it. Yeah, he knew it. But like, I think he had. I think the good thing about Cameron was that he was waiting to kind of get the right story. And he could, which he, is the benefit of being James Cameron, right? And like, and I think what was great, what was funny too, is that like when you knew how much the movie was gonna cost, you weren't gonna have a lot of like well-known actors in it either. Yeah. Like Sigourney Weaver's in it and stuff, but this was like well past like the Alien Prime she had. So, true. Very yeah. true. Um. All right. So I'm up for my next two of guy movies, mm -hmm. movies to watch with guys. First and foremost. Wait, um, wait. That's how we're doing this? Like to watch with guys? No, or, no, like... no. Just like it's it's a it's a dude movie. Okay. It's a movie that when I talk to you, you should have seen it. It's okay. a guy movie. Okay. You can watch it with dudes, but it's a it's a guy movie. All right, all right. I First and foremost, uh, I'm gonna go Caddyshack, and then I'm gonna go Die Hard. Oh, I hate you, <laughs> hate you. First off, you pick my favorite movie of all time. And then second, you'd pick the movie that I was going to do, which was fucking Die Hard. Caddyshack and Die Hard. Funny thing about Die Hard, the last time I watched it was when I was getting color worked on one of my tattoos. Really? Like, literally, I'm sitting at the table. My tattoo artist is, like, scrolling through movies because he has, like, a TV in front of him to kind of, yeah, like, yeah. help him watch it. And all of a sudden, I just see him put Die Hard in, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I, can, I can get behind this. I can get, I can get behind some uh, yippee ki -yay motherfucker while I'm getting inked up. I like it. All right, you're up, man. Uh, okay, my next one is Terminator 2. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I was like... How about we'll just give you the whole franchise of Godfather and Terminator. That way there's no, like, I took Terminator 1. But, like, you don't get all the movies. You just get the Godfather. See, that sucks, though, because the later movies were horrible for Terminator. Well, you get the good ones. I get the good ones, okay. Dealing off. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go the Matrix. As a dude movie, really? <laughs> Hell yeah! I, I, it's it's a good movie, but the problem with that I have with the Matrix is like if I'm watching it with guys, I feel like I have to think too much because I'm trying to like. Okay, understand. I can see that, but dude, like, all right, so you're out at a bar, someone throws at something at you, you dodge it, right? Okay, dude, uh... fucking Neo! <laughs> First thing that comes to mind. <laughs> Okay. I think it's a dude movie. All right. All right. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be in the. No, 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 no. I, I, I completely get it. It's all right. Um. Ah, uh, crap. I'm trying to think of a good one now. Cause like Matrix really fucking threw me off. We'll do another. Uh, um, yeah, we'll do another draft after this. We got ten more minutes. We got ten more minutes. Well, uh, we got fifteen. <laughs> I can't do math. All right. We all right. Yep. We're gonna stretch this out then. Uh, dude, movies. I'm gonna do this just because it's a comedy, and you made me think of it with Caddyshack. Ghostbusters. Ooh. Go, Ghost, yeah. Yes, I, I love Ghostbusters. One of the first comedies I ever saw, actually. And really? It, yes. I, it it might have been the first Bill Murray movie I ever saw. Might have been? Yeah, I think it was. It was the first Bill Murray movie I ever saw. It wasn't Caddyshack? No, no, no. Caddyshack was the first rated R movie I ever saw. True. Oh, that was it. That was Ghost, it. Ghostbusters was the first Bill Murray movie I ever saw. All right. I took Rocky. Ah, fuck. That's a good one. Damn it. You're up. Uh, the Natural. Okay. Robert Redford. Love that. 
Such, such a great movie. Any Anyone who is a baseball fan needs to see The Natural if you've oh, ever seen it. So I was going to take this movie, but then I was like, no, that means everybody loves that movie. I'm going to take a movie that is newer, that okay. was not that highly praised, but for me was one of my favorite movies of all time in Draft Day. Uh, okay. I mean, Where I Kevin Costner works for the Browns, dude. I think that is one of the best movies. I think me, I mean, like me and you loved it just because we're draft nerds. But yeah, like Kevin Costner's in it, fucking Chadwick Boseman's in oh, it. So um, I, you know what? Even some of the other guys who were in it, like well, Jennifer, Jennifer Garner, yeah, Jennifer yeah, yeah. Garner was good. She was great. Terry Crews was good. Aaron Foster as a running back was good too. Who would have thought? And they had the guy who played Clark Kent on Smallville. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I got my last pick. Um... <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen this or not, but, like, in terms of, like, movies that I just love and I feel like guys yeah. would love, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah, okay. I f- A little video game-esque I rap in that. I fucking love that movie. I remember seeing it in theaters on, like, the night I that didn't it get it the first time, and then I fell in love with it the yeah, second time. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those movies that you have to, like, you have to have, like, an open mind for because a lot of the shit that's in it is not believable, but like just all the violence and just like kind of the crazy it's shit. It's a they video do. game, yeah. And it's there's a lot of like there's a lot of famous actors that were in it right now. Like Aubrey Plaza plays the Aubrey Plaza's in it. Anna, yep. Kend- Anna Kendrick is in it. Yep. Chris Evans is in it. Yep. Yeah. Like there's there's a lot of people that have like minor roles in it, but they were still hilarious. All right. Like, great. Let's do one speed draft. Uh, you can pick this one since I picked the guy movie one. Oh, it just uh, make make it something kind of generically. No, I guess not generic and easy, but something we can go through that's good about music, movies, or TV. Music, movies, or TV? Yep. Um, I think I, I think I got it. Um, I, yeah, in terms of music, I was kind of thinking about this because of my drive up to Canada and I had Spotify on a lot. Give me, give me someone that you would listen to on a playlist on a long drive. Like artists, like artists, yes. Okay. On a like any like top five. All right, so I'm number one. I'm taking Justin Timberlake. Oh, that's good. Can't stop the feeling. Well, and he the, just has music in all types of genres. And yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like be like, yeah. I'll let you like go with it, no matter what. With that. Um. Ooh. I'm trying to think, cause it depends on who's like who I'm in the car with. You have with. two also. I'm at two. Fuck. Um. What do I normally listen to? Um, uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, Kendrick Lamar is my one because I could listen to Good Kid, Mad City all day or day. And my second is <laughs> I'm gonna do Bruno Mars. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I yeah I, I was struggling with it, but then I thought, you know what, Bruno's just got some really good songs yeah. that I could like vibe to and just kind of relax to, especially on a long drive. So okay. So I'm trying to think of, like, I'm taking this as I'm not alone. Yeah, you're with people. Okay. Okay, good. It could, you could either It could either be by yourself or it could be with people. It doesn't matter. Um, let's do with people because I feel like we both have a list that we would still pick with people. Okay. Uh, but that way I'm not picking, like, Travis Scott because it needs to be, like, a road trip type of thing. Okay. Um, and I just had another one. Oh, I'm going to go John Mayer. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I like that. Um... <laughs> Just because you said John Mayer, I'm going to go with someone who has history with him, Katy Perry. Ah. Katy Perry's got a lot of songs that I could sing to. Especially, yeah, that's true. Especially my go-to when I'm... to think about it. Especially my go-to when I am hammered. Well, then I'm taking Beyonce. Oh. If we need a chick. You need a chick. God damn it. You're up. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, if it's a road trip, uh, Backstreet Boys. Come on, you got you got to appreciate that one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, holy crap! I hit the high notes on that. That was that's a rarity. Your definition of the word "hit" is pretty loose, isn't it? Good? <laughs> <laughs> I I told you, man. Like the weekend I was up in Somerset, I I was playing rock band and I tried hitting the high notes. I can't do it. So that was that was actually pretty good for me. I'm appreciative of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm up. I'm gonna take. Let's see what we got. I'm going to take uh, Dave Matthews Band. Oh, that's good. I like that. All right, you got your last pick. Oh, my last one is so simple. Greatest band of all time, the Beatles. 
Eh. What do you mean, eh? Greatest band of all time. They're the... Oh, come on. The Beatles basically changed music forever when they became a thing. I can't argue that that they changed music, but greatest band of all time is a big... It's it's, it's a big statement is all I'm saying. I mean, okay. I mean, were they even better than the Rolling Stones? It's... You know what I mean? Like, and I I don't know that answer. I don't... No, that. But okay, I'm just saying were they? Okay, here's the problem with were. All right, all right. I will be willing to say that the problem with calling them the greatest band of all time is that there's a lot of different bands that you can kind of lump together that all have different yeah, sounds. Yeah, are they better than the Rolling Stones? <sighs> you can you look at you being a Mick Jag. Look at you being a Mick Jagger. I'm a fan of Mark. The good music. Fan of good music. Okay, appreciate that. <laughs> what was great about the Beatles? All right, we're doing was- another draft. Greatest <laughs> bands of all time. Because I'm going to take... You keep talking about the Beatles. I'm going to take... Um, oh, I'm going to get... Uh, I'm going to take Kanye. Okay. Uh, all right, we're doing the greatest bands of all time. You have the first pick. Beatles. Beatles. All day or day. All right, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Greatest. Did we basically just do like a really short draft day episode? I love it. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um... You know, I am going to take the Stones because I was burning for I'm going to go Rolling Stones is okay. one of them. And I'm going to go Kiss. Okay. And we're doing rock bands, right? We can do any bands you want, man. Well, I guess Beatles aren't... I'm not saying rock. I meant like guitar, bass, drum, singer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. So um, Black Eyed Peas are out. Yes. <laughs> if you put the fucking Black Eyed Peas in here, there, there's something wrong with you. Um, um, yeah, you're up. Okay. Uh... See, I should be good at this because my mom has taught me well when it comes to rock. So I should be getting this. Um, oh, uh, my second pick, I'm going to go with The Who. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, The Who's a great one. Yeah, Who Who's a very good one. I've been two British. Did you watch their Super Bowl? I did. They were fantastic. I want two British bands in first, my first two picks. Wow. I mean, I want a British band in a freak show. Yeah, so <laughs> that's a great that's a great way to consider three Kiss, of our actually. top four greatest bands of all time are all British. I, I nothing wrong with them, and the Brits know what they're doing when it comes to music. Fuck a, yeah, that's not wrong. The thing about all those bands too is like you know people in them, and that's oof. yeah. The Beatles had the best solo careers after. Yeah, I I would say that. Um, yeah, even Wings that Wings with Paul McCartney yeah. was great. Um, I'm gonna greatest band. So for me and you, you know what. For the cultural movement they had for our age group, okay, I'm gonna throw Blink 182 in there, the original. Oh fuck! The you. original Blink 182, not with the singer from Out Country, with Tom, Mark, and Travis. Okay, that might have been the greatest three man band ever. Yeah, that that's that's actually really good. Oh my god, that was great. Um, because I think they're the only like punk band that would qualify. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're, yeah. They're, okay, there's okay. others that we love, but greatest okay. all time. Okay. When you said um, cultural impact, that actually got me thinking because I'm gonna throw it back to a little before Blink 182, Nirvana. Yeah. No, that's a great pick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I think Nirvana was kind of like the predecessor for all of modern rock. Now. Oh yeah, they switched everything. Oh, absolutely. And even yeah, like I think Kurt Cobain's voice was just kind of. It started this whole movement now that that's the whole reason punk even exists. That's yep. why. And everyone tried to kind of electrify what he was doing and capture it, and I it mean, never really worked out. I mean, no one will ever be Kurt Cobain. It's just, no. I mean, like, his the words that he just came up with and the songs were just, they were great. Dude, he was a god. Yeah. What an unbelievable guy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I am up. We're definitely missing a ton, and... Oh, absolutely. That's the funny part about and it. We'll and get, I know I'm and we'll get, get texts. Yeah. Uh, my, my mom might kill me for, this, for missing a lot of them. <laughs> I know that I've been getting texts at each draft like, why didn't you pick this? Why didn't you do this? What about this? What about this? Have dude, me on. Dude, don't people... remind me. Like yesterday, I was I was with Elsass, and he called me out for the beard draft we did. Yeah, he's like, what about the pumpkin? And I was he like, got, that's a t- disgusting he got me, beard, he got Josh. So, gross beard, Josh. Gross beard. He got so pissed off at me because I picked Yingling first, and then you went with Bell's Obra, and I was like, fuck. I did roast. You did. You killed me uh, in that one. I wasn't thinking. I didn't think you were going to go, like, exact craft on me. I thought you were going to go general, and then I was like, shit. Yeah, I'm I slaughtered that one. Yeah, you did kill me. Um. All right, I'm going to go. There's, like, a band on the tip of my tongue, and I can't think of their main guys. Okay. But I'm going to go Pearl Jam. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. They kind of switched over to that grungy rockish. Mm-hmm. 
Even flow. <laughs> All right, you're up. Um, oh, I just thought of them. God, no idiots. Wait, wait. What am I at now? Do I have four? You have three. This have will three? be your fourth. Okay. Uh, this one I'm picking just because he was originally from Nirvana, and he went on to have one of the best rock careers ever, Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dave, Dave Grohl was the, was the drummer for Nirvana. I didn't know Nirvana. that. Yeah. I, with my last pick... Taking ACDC. Oh, damn it. I might have just won it with the last pick. Fuck. That was good. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm so mad at myself for that. (sighs) Fuck. I can't recover from that. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I can. Metallica. Wow, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. We suck. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) I recovered. We're the worst. (laughs) Hey, I recovered. I'm okay with that. (laughs) Oh, we're terrible at this. No, this one we're going to get pounded for for the band's one easily. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I can already hear the complaints about it. (laughs) All right, man. Anything else you want to talk about before we go home? No, just um, Canada was great. I can't wait to go back and actually. Canada's great. I can't wait to drink next time. Yeah, um, that was not. So, fun. are you? You're not doing anything this weekend for St. Patrick's Day? Uh, I am going to a concert. I'm seeing a day to remember at the Peterson Event Center, so that I'm pretty excited ah, cool. for. But yeah, the during the day, I'm gonna be trying to get out of the city because I don't want to be around it. I don't blame you. Yeah, I will be in Market Square drunk. Are you wearing our? Are you I'm wearing, wearing our two- a green two beers deep shirt. Oh, thank you, Greg, for reminding me, guys. Mm-hmm. So this is obviously coming out on Tuesday after St. Patrick's Day. Right. On Tuesday, I'm going to do a um. Uh, contest mm-hmm. two people out of all of the people that are in this will get a free uh two beers deep or thoughts on the bench shirt whichever they prefer mm-hmm. and it is gonna be um we need you to rate subscribe review the podcast on itunes mm-hmm. we will pick two names out of there randomly in a hat on the next episode on yes on when we record on thursday for not this episode now obviously but a week from today okay um we will pick a winner or pick two winners from the guys that review, subscribe, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll be of life. So you can win a free shirt. Um, the shirts really are only 11 or $13, depending on if you want the green one or the black one right now. We get no profit off them. Mm-hmm. We literally are just having shirts because people have been asking and they want to promote, which is really cool. And we thank you all for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I'll, I'll have all that contact information up on the site. And I'll be putting it out on all social media platforms. But, um, guys, this will be announced when this podcast drops. So, kudos to the five people that listen. And kudos for me reminding you, too, because we could have gone the entire podcast with you forgetting. I mean, I still would have dropped it next Tuesday. It just wouldn't have been on here. But, <laughs> all right, guys, that is all for Deacon Greg on Two Beers Deep. Episode 11, um, episode 30, if you count practice and mistakes and whatnot. And but, episode 50, if you count all the previous recordings we did to test this out. Yep. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for everything. Please rate, revive subscribe, review, revive. That's not a real word, but thank you guys so much. Everyone be safe on St. Patty's too. Nope. Get wasted.